0: Hello and welcome to the We Are Birmingham podcast. I'm Chris Golding.
1: And I am pretty pissed off.
0: I'm pissed off too. We're both pissed off. I sounded what way, a load. Too, way too chirpy in a way.
1: You did, yeah. I was too, far too enthusiastic. Let's yeah. start that again. Yeah. Well, I wish we could start things all over again, Chris, don't you? Like the last two games, potentially. Like the season.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. the, like the... Uh, yeah. Well, we haven't got a fucking... DeLorean, the time machine handy anyway. So um, we can't go back; can only go forwards. But we can talk about what went wrong over the last week, can't we?
1: Oh, well, we do, can. Do we, do yeah. we know? Do,
0: do we know what went wrong? To be fair. Yeah.
1: More, more importantly, does anybody at the club know that what went wrong at, at in the last couple of games, or the, or the last twenty odd games actually might be a problem? Wow.
0: We well. You could you could say we haven't we had not lost or we would only lost so many in the, in the last couple. That's what people keep saying it to be optimistic, but I just I don't see much to be optimistic about if I'm honest. Well,
1: we had, um, well, we, we 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 haven't won in what eight games or something along those lines. The last time we won would have been. Barnsley away, Scott Hogan, which was early February. Obviously, I know we had like a three-week, a three-month break in between, and I think that was the last. That was the last win, wasn't it? Trying to think. Well, that's certainly the last league win because we had a block of nice wins all together where he scored a a fair few goals. So we had Luton Forest, Bristol City, and Barnsley where we won. Um, But since then. Nothing. A bunch of draws and losses. And the last four home games conceded 12 goals. Yeah. <laughs> what Do, the fuck?
0: T- Do you know, you mocked me for saying that 4-0 against Albion the other week. But when we get to that later on, when we get to the predictions for the Fulham game, that 4-0 coming out again, don't you give a shit. And I won't be swayed.
1: <laughs> uh, arguably, um, no. though, the... Um, uh, I think sometimes we just perform better against those teams that we're expected to lose against. So
0: as is always, we'll get into that As has always been the way. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's well, discuss... I want to comment. rant first. I'm not even Pardon? going to... Go I've, I can't be fucked to talk about <laughs> the game. I want to rant about it.
1: Which one? Both, are starting? Of
0: them? Are we both of them. The games. They were shit. They weren't they? We started shit in both of them. We're uh, I know your mum yeah. wants us to try and cut down on the swearing on the, the podcast <laughs> this, is, this is not the week to do it <laughs> um, uh, do, do you know what I'm going to, over everything ignoring everything about the games the first thing that I want to do is target Pep for the lack of changes and this is something that's pissed me right off because uh, when it went 3-0 the other night surely you think oh, I've got 5 subs there We've, we're going to Fulham on on the weekend i'm gonna change make all five changes chuck some of the lads on the young lads now obviously there's talk about bonuses and whatever and is he sort of doing it on purpose so certain people don't get their bonuses (laughs) may well be um potentially yeah potentially but there's you've got five changes that you can make and he stood there dreaming of fucking australia standing on the beach with a bowl of tapas (laughs) and he it really playing dominoes yeah (laughs) (laughs) little throwback there Um, now out of that squad or the squad that have played the last three games Jude has only not played for 20 minutes in one of the games he's taken off yeah Pedersen missed one game through injury yeah Um, and and Beld was out for the last one
1: Mm -hmm.
0: otherwise they've all played Near enough two hundred and seventy minutes. There was two cameo appearances, um and then two two substitute. Bella was the a sub in two of the games, wasn't he? He came on at half time and he came on he came on for Jude. Um what's the, the was the one more yes. as well? Calen Boyd Munts came on for four minutes at the end. Um and then um, Nico Gordon came on for Th- near five minutes or something at the end as well. It's
1: about, yeah, it's a little bit more than that thing. It's about 10, it was 10, 10 minutes, ten. wasn't it, for Parks? Like anyway, little,
0: little cameo appearances. Um, otherwise, everyone near enough in that squad has pay- played 270 minutes. Now, you look at all of the other teams around the league, every team that's came up against us, they've been clever with their substitutions, they've made changes, and they're keeping people fresh. Now, we knew that we we're going to Fulham at the weekend, and we haven't. Now, whether that's stubbornness or whatever, it's just, it, like, use your it, brain. And then he's saying, then he comes, sorry, mate, then he comes out <laughs> yesterday saying, oh, I haven't got any attacking options on the bench. And it's, like, it's not about so, getting back into the game. Yeah. It's about <laughs> keeping people fresh. If you don't Precisely. fucking see that as a professional manager,
1: then you shouldn't be in the job. There's a big, like, I I completely get the... Um, in- he didn't make any subs in the in, in the West Brom game. Uh, he, he took a he did minimal subs in the West West Brom game because you know that was we went out we got there got a nil nil draw and it was just all about keeping shape and and starting, not unsettling that that eleven which was which was fine. Um, Hull obviously made a change there, brought Bello on, made the difference. Obviously started him against Huddersfield, but. As the game went on against Huddersfield, you, you could tell we weren't going to. No matter, like it was, it was completely huff and puff, turgid, pedestrian rubbish. It would just continue doing over and over and over again, and we, we, were, we were getting nowhere with it. He had the chance to, as you quite rightly say, stay the legs of, of some of the players, make a bunch of substitutions, just give those youngsters a bunch of a bunch of debuts, or just let them add a bit of energy to the team. What what did you actually have to lose? We're already losing 3-0. And the thing I is
0: five substitutes, it's near enough half of the team.
1: Out It is half of the team. It's quite funny also, because then you look you go back to his comments before the season or the season restarted. And he said how it would having, give us more edge. options: yeah. nine subs and five, uh, nine people on the bench and five to bring on, give us more options. Yeah. Fucking use them then. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. And like, and what, what would re, uh, what would Jaden Reed like? Why not just give him a go for 15, 20 minutes? And what difference is it gonna? Is it really gonna make? It can't have made things any fucking worse than no. than they already were. And yeah, I think again, like just. To sort of not to focus on the subs too much, but changes in general in that game didn't. He barely made any tweaks to the formation, or you know, change, switch people around a little bit. You he didn't he, he would try and get Crowley on the ball a little bit more. Try and put him in the middle. Whole play that it, it looked like a four-two-three-one. Um, and the midfield was really congested. and They pressed us quite a lot. We were just completely overran every time. It's a little bit like. um I said, Huddersfield and Hull were very played very similar when they were on top of us. Just tweak it a little bit, change things around, bring like take a take one of the strikers off, put another midfielder in there, put Crowley behind Hogan, or just or just change something. And he just so reluctant to do anything.
0: Which, considering how he's got the tactical handbook that he seems to have, and all this the the research and going off and learning from other coaches and whatever, you'd think that he'd be a bit more experimental. But it, I mean, that that's something that all season long, we've we've said before that, before, COVID and the break and everything else, we were saying then that basically there weren't many plans during the game. He was sort of changing things for the sake of it and um, actually ruining what was working well. Um, and taking us backwards in some games um, earlier on in the season, and then it wasn't until he basically reverted to a style of football that it's not great to watch, but it it was effective. Mm. Um, and, and the,
1: the other thing that's annoyed me is, uh, I think it's been touched on by a few people, is his comments after the game. Like, I, I was, I mean, they were borderline. Steve Cottrell, Lee Clark. In fact, next if you know, if we get beat by Hull on Saturday Hull on Fulham by Fulham on Saturday, he's making me angry now. And he starts coming out with <laughs> some crap about no one else being able to get as much out of these players as he can. <laughs> I just don't I, I could just see it coming. He's just I I don't I don't hate the guy. We, we've both said that we didn't really ever want him in charge, and we've yeah. always been sceptical about his ability, All the qualities as a head
0: coach yeah. or a manager.
1: I've been been through phases where you know I start to warm him a little bit, and but I, right now, Is that I know he,
0: he talks about Birmingham in a nice way.
1: Not even that. <laughs> I mean, I he can say what he wants about Birmingham. I'm just, I'm more concerned about what you know, what, who he puts out on the pitch and how he gets in play playing. At the moment. It's dog shit. And people, I saw people were saying, making comments about him um, not really being very animated on the line. But I don't think we saw a lot of that. Because I spoke to Brian Dick about it. And he mentioned that Pep was actually up quite a lot and effing and blinding at at the players. So, I mean, and he was, he obviously could see him there.
0: At other points, the camera does focus on him and it just shows him sort of daydreaming. And he, he he genuinely looks like he's wondering whether he should have a second <laughs> or in an Australia, and that's like his his big decision.
1: He's I think he's more of a red wine kind of guy. He looks like I a temperamental oriole kind of kind of
0: guy. I think. I don't I don't want to be nasty. I just I, I but genuinely you saying that makes me think. <laughs> I, I want to say something nasty, but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be kind. I'm just gonna say I don't want him to stay around anymore. And Jack, this... hang on now
2: send
0: him to Cornea. Go. Go now. So he's already got it
1: booked, has not he? <laughs> he's Save already it. he's already got it booked. So got another one of these Maybe if we just bring go. his bring his uh, flight forward, give him a give him a lift.
0: E, now either way. Easy This jet. Now, this, this is <laughs> This is going <laughs> This is going to run into to another point now. So Pep's basically came back and said, "Oh yeah, I'm um I can't, I can't do Spanish Get <laughs> Spanish accent I'm fucking cough at the end of the season so, <laughs> Um he's came in told them yeah I'm, I'm leaving at the end of the season they've turned around and said right well, we're going to go public with it Pep's gone well it was their choice to go public
1: with it yeah that was a little strange like cause that... bitching, bitching at each other but yeah.
0: everyone said at the point that it was announced or not everyone most people said at the point that it was announced well just leave now Find either get someone to come in that's going to be here next season, whether that's Robbo coming up and (laughs) give it Ghana
1: to end up season. (laughs) Well, we we joked about that, but and I I think think I'm gonna, yeah, I think it might need to happen, mate, because I don't, he we're not uh, ideally, ideally, you've got
0: someone that can come in and they can start building now for next season. That's ideal now. Whether there is anyone that that wants the job at the moment, whether they're having trouble finding someone that's going to take it on, or whether they're trying to take their time and get the right person, I don't know. One way or the other, though, it's not working for the rest of the this season. This is part of the problem as well.
1: Yeah, so and this is perfect. So you mentioned us about dropping down the down the table. Now, there could be a few managers out there that are... You know, maybe maybe Blues have decided to make their decision at the end of the season, which you know is is fair enough. And there might be managers out there that are thinking I quite fancy that, that job, but I'm not going to agree to anything until I know they're staying in the championship. So, you know, no and, I mean, I it. don't, I don't think we'll. And I don't know if we'll get onto this now or if we're going to go on to later, but I don't think we'll get relegated. I think there's a number of variables to consider that will I mean we'll probably be just about fine. But I love love that just about. Just about fine, yeah. I don't know. It's just like it's like a, it's like an oxymoron, isn't it? I last, guess it's last uh... day surviving
0: by <laughs> yeah. goal difference
1: again. I hope,fully it won't go to that last game because I think we've got Derby who are probably going to be trying to push for that final playoff spot on that. So that could be uh, that could be trouble. Um,
0: Which, when you look we, at where they were, a, well, a couple of weeks before we we broke up for the COVID stuff, they were, mm. I can't remember. I can't. I, the dates it, they, they, they're, they're, nice, they kind of turned were, things around
1: when Rooney came in after New Year didn't they I think between them and Wigan I, don't, I think they've probably been the two I might be wrong two, the two oh, most informed teams, teams. Yeah. certainly I know Wigan have been I think I read a couple of days ago after their awful news that they have been the most informed team in the league or on promotion form since yeah. since the turn of the year so that Obviously, they've jumped above us in the table, haven't they, recently as well, I think, or they're certainly very near us. So, um, Yeah, I, I just I think from the outset, we don't look like a very attractive option no. uh, for, for any managers at the moment.
0: And I'm going to bring that in to the next one.
2: Aye, 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 <laughs> send him to Cornea.
0: Dong, when you send Pep to Cornea, fucking get over there with him, because I've had enough.
1: They might, they might Mate,
0: not want to be on the same team. Uh, literally. I, I'm I'm so fed up now. And I I said the other week, people might not have a problem with him. And if they haven't got a problem with him, fine. But I just think he, he just start like, We're looking for a manager and they're coming in to have to deal with this guy. He must have, must have such a shit reputation in football, in, in English football now.
2: <laughs> you can't
0: tell me that managers aren't going to speak to each other and go, fucking hell. You don't want to deal with him.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. That That is that is a problem. It is, and it's going to be a problem for as long as he's here. Yeah. Unless he suddenly changes his way, or they suddenly change the way they do things, it's going to be, it's going to cause, going to cause issues.
0: But yeah, that's the, that's the second one. <laughs> Go on.
1: So, I mean, that's just, I mean... I think I say you're probably right about. So I don't think we need to dissect the games. It was very poor start in both games. Kind of set the tone early doors. Certainly, the game against Huddersfield. With I'm not sure Harley Dean has made more mistakes in a five minute period than he did against Huddersfield last night. It was just from the it's very like what is literally the first every minute. Goal,
0: every Every goal. <laughs> It was
1: literally the first minute he nearly gave the ball away. He'd get obviously given away the penalty. I don't think he actually touched the guy that um, that came that won a penalty against him, but I think with the intent.
0: Yeah, um, well, that's that's a big thing now as well, isn't it? It's whether you look like you. Yeah. Whether you look like you're even.
1: It's almost. It almost felt like. Almost felt like you've just fucking done that on purpose. You arsehole. Like just it. But then yeah, the, the third goal
0: as well. Completely loses his man and then stands there turning around with his arms open, looking to looking to someone else.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, 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 we didn't... Uh, the back four didn't do themselves any favours. I think Colin and Pedersen both had a pr- pretty poor Salter.
0: I, uh, now, I feel, I feel a bit sorry for uh, Jake Clark Salter because he's playing with a, an injured shoulder from his dislocated shoulder. He's still playing with a brace on, I think, isn't he? Um, it looked like it the other week anyway. Um, um, so, it, and I think, did he take another knock, another landing on it, just before we started well, up was, as well, or something? P- um,
1: yeah. And he was pummeled uh, on uh, against...
0: Into, into the post. Oh, wasn't a, yeah. yeah. And it was, and had to go off. So I actually think that he's probably playing through the, uh, through the pain at the moment. I think that he's... <laughs> like when you play in a physical position as well, because there's not many centre-backs that don't get involved in headers and whatever else. So, like Kenny Cunningham, obviously that t- type of player where he reads the game more than rather than mm-hmm. getting physical with people. Clark was not like that. He's, he's a tall lad. He's coming in for headers. And I think that that's going to affect his game.
1: He was... And I tell you, he actually was very good in terms of bringing the ball out of defence and his distribution was... Was lovely. I thought uh, at times in in the last two games, it was was a it was a little bright spark than a lot of absolute fucking turgid, pedestrian, dull shit that was served up. Sorry, Uh, sorry, mum. Yeah, it's that was just so depressing. Um, With regards to the table and where we are now, what forty nine points? I should probably know that, but we know that. Hull have beaten Middlesbrough, which was a surprise because you'd expect Warnock to uh, have turned them over, really. But that's obviously brought Middlesbrough back into back into it again. We're now six points from Stoke, who I think have fallen into the bottom three. I'm just going to bring it up yeah, now, yeah. so it's in front of me. Yeah, so they are in the
0: bottom three now.
1: So and they look like they. Are really bad at the moment as well. So they've obviously lost against Middlesbrough and uh, against Wigan. So drew with Reading.
0: Playing, playing them is going to be a great game.
1: Then. Well, they actually, well, they they battered, um, yeah, they battered Hull, but that was before the uh, before the restart. That was at the end before we um, went on lockdown. So that little run they had looks like that might have come to come to an end, but. There's a lot of games being played between those teams down there. And I think because of that we'll probably be okay. We've also got to consider that we're gonna probably gonna get twelve point deduction, or looks almost definitely gonna get twelve point deduction, which is gonna take them down to thirty-eight points. So that puts them bottom of the table. Is that right? Thirty-eight points? Yeah it is. Yeah. Um and then Sheffield Wednesday, of course, who could get anywhere between twelve and twenty one. Um, that should be announced very, very shortly in in the coming days potentially. So that's going to be a big one because they've obviously had the issues with the FFP, the stadium and stuff. And then they haven't apparently haven't been paying their players, so there's going to be points deductions for that as well. So I I think Sheffield Wednesday could end up with like a fifteen point deduction. So we might do, actually do you know what, get
0: though? saved. I don't, I don't even think that we can. I don't even think that we can guess not, what the EFL are going to do, gonna do no, well, we no. know what they're it, like.
1: <laughs> we've got to apply it this season, though, as far as I think. So, yeah, I mean, it'd be ironic if we did actually get saved by a points deduction, but I, I think we'll probably be okay anyway just because of the way the games are down there. You've also got Redden and QPR who are both... Not doing particularly well uh, in and around the same area of the league as us, so you know they could quite easily drop down the league also. So it's just
0: so, from from a Blues point of view, where would you go? Uh, well, what right now? Yeah,
1: as in like as in, yeah. So
0: I well, it, it's it's he's going to get a Saturday, isn't he? That that if he's not if he's not been sacked now, he's going to get a Saturday. Yeah.
1: So the the worry you've got is um do you want to bring in somebody in a caretaker role externally to do to see out the last
0: Harry style.
1: five, six games. Yeah. But extended. But D- the D- concern D- is you bring someone in to fight the fire like that and there might be a there might be a, a feel that the board might feel the need again to offer them a permanent role next season that's my concern because if not i mean nobody likes tony pulis okay but tony pulis would probably come in and sort of make sure that we were just okay for those last few games
0: yeah solid
1: solid that. at the back you know and if you know if we win a couple of games one nil and draw the rest or whatever that that's fine
0: and we know what type um, of football it'd be and it'd be a it'd be easier to watch on TV than it is in a stadium. You could fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. so. And the, the, uh, you, you only have to watch the T V. You don't bend your neck up watching the ball in the uh going past you in the sky, do So
1: I can't reiterate enough. I do not like Tony Pulis as a man. I don't <laughs> like him really as a football manager. I don't really like his style of play. But you know, sometimes there's a there's a needs must. Um alternatively you've got the and we've spoken about it before and we've joked about it, Craig Gardner, Robbo. Steve Spooner, or bringing Lee Carsley to work with them, or something like that—a uh, temporary thing. The, terrible, the, the issue there trio is with
0: Lee Carsley, te- <laughs> Lee, Cars, Lee <laughs> Craig Gardner, and uh, Paul Robinson.
1: Yeah, um, the, the the problem is as well. Terrible in got, a good way, of course. Yeah, a, I, yeah th- I think a totally terrible, dude. <laughs> they can I don't know what that was. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> I I think Robbo. It could probably motivate the players. It's, it's it's a tough one. I know Robbo is very marmite of a lot of Blues fans because of his past and the way uh, when he elbowed uh, Damian Johnson and, and whatnot. I, I, I don't mind very, Robbo. He's
0: very highly thought of, I think, by a lot of fans. And he's, I,
1: yeah, I, th- I think there's a bit of a divide. I think there's a there's a certain clique of fans that just don't like him and and they will not like him for for what he's done in the past. I don't don't mind him too much. Um, my my issue my concern um is you bring in someone in that's already inside the club and is it is there enough motivation there for the players to react to that
0: i think you, you certain people i think they probably can get just enough out of the the players that are there now like you said Robbo. He's, he's probably got enough about him to motivate people gardner as well you you look at him look, even um when they were coming out for the second half yeah, beating the it's, chest that, yeah,
1: no yeah. one no one can see me but i'm beating my chest and punching <laughs> the air
0: so. <laughs> but when when they came out on um yeah last night sorry uh wednesday wednesday night. it was wednesday wasn't it Again, just completely lost track of days. Um, but he, it's that day where
1: we did really poorly and conceded three goals, <laughs> and we mm. did that. We did that last day, so. <laughs> Yeah, I but, did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so he came out last night and he was he was talking to his brother and Jude as well. I think, and he was sort of trying to jam up. And he was actually looking like he was he was trying to motivate them. Now, whether it worked or not, clearly it didn't have much of an effect. But I think that that's the type of person that you, you probably need in charge and that they're doing it. They, like, it's just, I can't even say A tub, doing it, tub doing thumping, it for the fans jet, because they're just beating. They're just bits of cardboard. The fans are bits of cardboard. We'll go and do it for the fans. All right. then. Yeah. that guy with his head in his hands, uh, Osama bin Laden and whoever else <laughs> is in there. Zippy from rainbow. Fucking God knows. Um But I, I mean, that's, I think, Missing the fans is always going to have some form of effect, isn't it? For for certain, t- I mean, Blues fans give you a rocket up the arse if it was shit, and then you might think twice at the next game. Whereas at the moment, there's no fans there, so the only sort of interaction that you get is a reaction online.
1: And I think we, I think we, our fans are as loud now as they have been earlier in the season at home. To be <laughs> to be honest, I don't. I think we're we've spoken about it before, I don't think our home support has been very good for fucking no, very... I know. since I'm not on about... The Europa League of, season.
0: I'm not on about in terms of getting behind the team. Although it has moments when things aren't going our way, where everyone seems to rally round. On the whole, it's, it, it has been quite dull. Um, but in, ter- in terms of, just in terms of like a backlash when things are going shit and players sort of think about it for the next game or... Yeah. Even, even for like the second half, if things aren't going well, um, but there's no, there's none of that pressure, and that means that there's probably not that reaction. And then you've got Mister Dalard, who they go and see at halftime and at full time as well, and have a little chat to. He's probably telling them about where he's going to live in Spain, isn't he? Oh, <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to do the Spanish again.
2: We are the new on the We Are Birmingham podcast. Say it loud, you'll turn the past to dust. Cause you know you're worth it every single time. So, all the good days, bad days, don't wanna go to work days. Short nights, long nights, and in between. Keep on punching through everywhere. That's what they keep saying to me. So, it's gonna get harder and it won't stop. That's what they keep saying. Short nights, long nights and in between Keep on punching through every wall That's what they keep saying to me
1: Why don't you play Jar ja, Ding Dong? Because we're not allowed to for <laughs>
0: copyright reasons.
1: Is that oh, is that right? Can we not can we not play that next time?
0: Not allowed to. Not unless yeah. Will Ferrell gives us uh, gives us permission.
1: Let's let's get let's give him a shout and see what he says. See if, see if we can get him on. he will be our next, next guest. Uh, I'm sure he'd love to come on and talk about Blues. Yeah, we might be able to get him to talk about Seattle Seahawks a little bit potentially, but for, right. for not Blues. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> so I'd say oh, yeah. wrong, wrong sports team. Um, so, yeah, I thought we'd touch on uh, that was for the uh, the wrong sports
0: team. Sorry, right. just had to
1: In, that. Interestingly, that sounded a bit like a buzzer the, from a, a uh, from a bus. Oh, so uh, the
0: basketball, the shot clock, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but that doesn't tie into Ramos going back to Real Madrid, does it? So. Uh, Okay, so even... give yourself a buzzer now.
0: Okay. I, I actually don't think that I, I haven't got anything that's uh
1: No. I'm sure. There we go. <laughs> that uh that that pr- that pretty sums up his uh his time at Bluesville, really, isn't it? To, yeah. to be fair.
0: Yeah, there we go. There we go. There's there's the uh there's the bus bell.
1: So the club have decided not to take up the option on. What a, uh,
0: sorry, could I just say what a great little introduction to this to this next little segment. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> terrible. <laughs>
1: Apologies. Don't, don't, don't apologise for nothing. Um, <laughs> correct. Start. <again>. Let's, start <laughs>
0: yeah. let's start over again.
1: Let's. Yeah. So, Blues have decided not to take up the option on. Uh, Moa Ramos, Real Madrid, goalkeeper, extraordinaire. Bit of a weird one, really, wasn't it? From start to finish.
0: All the way, all the way through. It just made no sense. Why don't you want to come to Blues and play in the under-23s for a handful of games?
1: Yeah, it's just... um, What has he... (laughs) what has he really learnt by coming here apart from maybe improved his English it's potentially a little bit more roots. physical even even It's uh, exactly yeah at the end of 23s is probably more physical than the, the younger age groups over there I'd imagine that might be a, that might be you know some, but what have, what have Blues gained from it apart from probably spending money on wages and loan fees potentially
0: absolutely fuck all yeah. So it's, a, it's a, I don't know. Literally nothing to say about it. It's just it was a pointless transfer. We, as soon as we knew that he was going in the under twenty threes, it was like Okay, maybe they're gonna have a look at him for signing him up and mm. taking him. But we've got about three hundred keepers. So do we really need one? Um, I think we're, yeah, but, we're down but,
1: to double digits now, though, aren't we, I think? so. Single <laughs> now, def- isn't it? Single. It's definitely been a reduction. Single now. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's It was a very strange one. There's not, there's not much time. There's not much point sort of sitting here and dwelling on, on what could uh, have been.
0: You, a lot of people but, will probably uh, say he was at Real Madrid. We had a chance to, to sort of take him and have a look at him and there might have been potential... Yeah, maybe there, there was, but I just think if he's not going to come over on loan and play in the first team, it's probably probably yeah. not going to be the type of lad that's we're going to take on. these No, yeah, I mean
1: there, there was talk when he first when he first came over that he was carrying a little bit too much weight and he overindulged in you tapas. know the the, the the finer things. Well, not even tapas. I think it's like fish and chips and. He was just pure stodge meals, and I think it, I think he had to put they had to put him on some form of fitness plan to get get himself straight. But if you listen to or you watch him the twenty three games, whoop sorry, and he he actually played he played pretty well, played out from the back quite nicely. But we as we know, it's a completely different game to the uh, to, to the first team.
0: Wow. What, I, I'd
1: be interested to see like what happens with him, like because I think Real Madrid were willing to let him go. So I'll be, I'm interested to see where he ends up. So I won't be wasting too much time following his career, but I'll will have a, the odd nosy to see what see what what, what happens It'd with him. It'd be
0: interesting to see whether he was, whether we were actually paying his wages or whether he was on Rails book. So we just put him up, and how big of a how big of a move it was for us. Um, ultimately, it was just bizarre all the way through, wasn't it? And
1: the- I suspect, I suspect some stuff will probably come out in the wash um, in the Spanish media at some point later down the line when he does an interview saying about his time at Birmingham and they'll talk about what a disaster the place was and there was this the, Chinese the, the man the running around in a tracksuit that was taking the piss all the time.
0: The, the place just, in general, how how the place in general was a disaster, or. The club.
1: <laughs> no, I think he, I think he enjoyed the city based on his bus tour, but the actual club I can I can imagine that he's going to be uh yeah, be, I'm always it always interests me what cuz normally like the, you've seen comments from Jimenez and Bialba they're not even though they're still contracted to the club pretty much. They've made comments you know you can be thinly veiled digs at you know people at the club getting involved with stuff they shouldn't be so let's see what ramos comes out with because i imagine he might be a little bit more loose-lipped just because he's a bit he's he's a bit younger and looks a bit little sort of carefree um anyway he's gone we're down to uh, nine keepers Camp Truman, G-Cock for the yeah. rest of the season. Yeah, for the rest of the season. No, not. Uh, we could probably do them, all three of them in goal at the same time, to be fair, next time, we, next time we play, based on the last few performances. Yeah. We don't think we can do that, can we? Is it against the rules? Uh,
0: can, you, can you have Rush Keeper? <laughs> <laughs> it sometimes feels like we player. have had Rush Keeper... Uh, <laughs>
1: I don't know. Um, so on the, on the other side of the uh, of the coin is it a coin? I don't know. Uh, we've had youngsters sign some deals this week, which is always good. Nico Gordon, fresh off of his uh, from his debut against uh, Hull, Hull. Yeah. <laughs> for his ten yeah. minutes ten minute cameo, where he, he passed he signed, the ball. Has he signed
0: it on the Friday and then played on the Saturday?
1: Sp- something like that. Yeah, one one or the other. Um, I think he had a 100% pass completion in that game against Hull, one pass. So did pretty well.
0: 100%.
1: <laughs> uh, 100%, yeah. Live up that. <laughs> uh, Kyle Hurst signed his, his deal. Uh, Josh Andrews, who I really like as a um, uh, as a forward. I think Z- he's quite... Ziggich Jr. Yeah, he seems to get that tab, doesn't he, of, yeah. as a, of mini Zigic but yeah I really no, like him Very, well, not
0: not mini zigic.
1: Well, slightly minier, like slightly smaller <laughs> zigic. <laughs> He's um I like the look of him from what I've seen him in under 23s and uh, under 18s. Very good touch for for a big guy. You know I hate that saying. <laughs> good touch. Good touch for a big I, guy. I hate I, I hate, I hate that that. saying but I have just said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. With uh, it's a bit like He the, can uh, barely uh, see his feet, but he can control the ball really well. <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh, he's and he's quick and you know. You might he's, as well um, just come
0: out with the what's it like up there in the clouds. <laughs> <yeah.
1: too. laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, I quite like him. So I'm interested to see how he, um, how things develop with him. Uh, Tate Campbell's been announced today of signing his contract as well. So there's a handful of players left, which you know I'm not sure if they've signed or not signed yet. Uh, which is Jack Concannon, Mitch Roberts uh, Aidan
0: George, Aiden, Aiden
1: George, George George, A yep. George and uh, <laughs> Kane Thompson Kane Thompson Summers of course um, there might be something happening with Bellingham as well but we don't really know what the situation is uh, and it's gone quite quiet again for the next few days which is good so yeah. let just get might to the end have of the
0: season to have, uh, look, look to have sort of squashed anything uh, coming out by uh Announcing his his pro contract, but doesn't seem to have.
1: Yeah, I just, I just don't know what the I don't I don't know what the with that one. Um, and we're talking about a lot anyway. I just don't know what the the club's approach will be with that because you can set expectations by doing the wrong thing. Um, if you announce it, people are think he's staying, and then three weeks later he signs for team X, Y, or Z. You know, it's. It's just no point. Yeah. So let them whether deal whether with those things behind closed it,
0: doors. They do the deal behind closed doors, and then they say, "Judy's joining such and such for this much at the end of the season, and whatever yeah. is going to happen, whatever the deal evolves or whatever,
1: uh, yeah. we thank his family, etc., cetera, et cetera, blah yep. blah blah." And yeah, so we'll see what their approach is. I just it's gone quite quiet over the past few days. You know the, you know over like just the last probably nine months feels like there's just been a story at least once or twice a week coming out in English media or German media or somewhere. And it's just, for this, it's just gone. What's happened? Part, it's gone.
0: Part, of, part of me in a way feels so, I feel sorry for this kid that's going to sign for a club on hundred grand a week or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that. He's sort of seeing the lads that he's come through the system with and played with at these levels and they're getting their pro contracts and they're being announced and everyone's saying, Ah, oh, congratulations and whatever else and sort of supporters are commenting on the things <laughs> and for him it's gonna be a little bit different because it's there's probably gonna be this other deal behind it as well. So it's like he yeah. it doesn't I think ninety nine percent of fans, if not a hundred percent of fans, will say, Well, Good luck to him and and fair play. He deserves. He, you can see he's got the talent, and yeah, I mean, arguably hasn't been in in the best of form since we've come back. But he's sixteen years old. He's played a season. Um, Seventeen. Seventeen. Oh, he's, all right. <laughs> <Dicky>. <laughs> and four but, days. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but he's 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 played near enough a full season. um you can see the talent that he's got and you just hope wow. that whatever so. happens that people don't get on his back and say, how can you do this? How can you leave it? And that people just say, oh, congratulations to you on your move and good luck and just support him in it. Yeah. he's he, he clearly loves the club. He, or, or if he doesn't love the club, he comes across very well to that effect. So I, I believe that he's he's got... He's got blues in his heart.
1: Oh, um, there's a definite affinity there. Yeah. I think you can tell that. Even his, I think even his, even his dad, despite his dad being a South End's, yeah. South End United's dad, supports me. Yeah. Even yeah. he, I think, is has got quite a big soft spot for the club. So the family in general, as a whole, uh, there's, there's there's definite love there. It's yeah. it's shared.
0: I think that the, like I say, there's a, I think a lot of people will genuine and say look congratulations and, and good luck for it, for the future um, I think there'll be a handful unfortunately that'll probably be lot dickheads about it um, I hope there's not I hope I'm wrong I hope that they prove me wrong and that everyone does support him but it's it's going to be I mean he's still a kid he's he's yeah 17 he was 16 until last week yeah, yeah. Well, Monday Monday um, 29th yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, Gary Gardner as well. Yeah, got his birthday last week. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, well... Happy 28th birthday last week,
0: Gary. (laughs) Well, Monday. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it's still a massive part of Jude's life. And like I say, he's still a kid. It, it, it's, it's going to be massive. So I just hope that people do get behind him, whatever comes up, because he's, he's going to miss out. Like I say, he's going to miss out on that. Congratulations on your contract, your professional deal or whatever, because it's probably going to be bundled together. Um, But yeah, yeah it,
1: it, is, uh, it I, is. I'd imagine we've all, we've all 50 grand released. a week might, I'd re- I reckon yeah. 50 grand a week might soften the blow a little yeah. bit.
0: And that's, that's always going to be there, but he's, going it, it's like when people say that people have missed out on their childhood childhood when they're um child actors. it's like yeah, they've they've been paid well, but they've missed out on certain things and this like you put Yeah that's what happened to Macaulay Coke. <laughs> getting your getting your first pro contract is a massive thing for a footballer, isn't it? it is yeah no you you are you are right he's going right. yeah. well, to miss out on it well he's not going to miss out on it because he's going to get the contract because he's, he's going to get it for a contract he's going to get yeah. two very quickly potentially so <laughs> but, but what i mean is he's back gonna, to back. He, he's going to miss out on the the hype around it Pot- yeah. potentially anyway because he's had game quite
1: game. a lot of hype around him for the past wow. 12 months yeah. so yeah. Maybe, um, maybe it
0: makes up for it. maybe i'm just maybe
1: i'm just being too soft okay. <laughs> so <laughs> We'll move, we'll move on from bellingham and there's been uh we obviously touched on um Steady. what's his face the uh, it, we touched on who uh tom flanagan and um Gunter, Gunter last week oh, I did. Um, well i did uh we've been linked with another um player from below uh below <laughs> uh league one <laughs> been Touching um, on him as well <laughs> i've been touching on aaron pierre uh Shrewsbury Town's Player of the Season. Who's um, he, I remember him playing at Northampton, and uh, a few Northampton fans I know said he was really, really good there. And I spoke to one of my customers actually a couple of days ago, who's a Shrewsbury Town season ticket holder, and he said he's just, I, uh, he, he's so good, really quick, strong, um, just takes a out of defence and just drives up the field. Passing leaves a lot to be desired, so there's a question mark there. Um, again, whether it's agent talk or whether it's a genuine interest, I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, the, there is, he, there are some tedious links to people at Blues, or so. Um, he, uh, Aaron Pierre worked with Stuart English at Brentford. Um, for those that don't know, Stuart English is part of the Academy setup at, at Blues. Not sure his actual title: Academy Assistant Manager, or Academy Manager, or Development, lead Development Summit or other. I don't know. I don't know. You, you might know. But, um, he actually, funny enough, he actually retweeted something about Aaron Pierre a couple of days ago. I think it was the Player of the Season thing from Shrewsbury. Uh, I'm pretty sure that, and although he's, Lee Carsley's not at the club, I'm pretty sure Lee Carsley worked with him as well. Um, at the same time, so um, yeah, again, it's one of those just links that just popped up in the uh, popped up in a local paper in, in the Birmingham Mail uh, or whatever they have, the Shropshire Star or whatever they call it around that way. Uh, looks he's a decent the, player.
0: He's the uh, academy head of coaching, according to academy the head of
1: coaching. Yep. Okay, so there we go, academy head of coaching. So, so in the realms of the academy so yeah whether anything will come from that I don't know I thought it was just worth mentioning Um, he certainly made an impact wherever he's been over the past uh, few seasons looks like he's 27 I think potentially now so probably now is the time to step up if if he's going to
2: he won't crack a
0: It's that time that you've all been waiting for. Bottom Trumps returns. We haven't, uh, we haven't actually put out for your bottom Trumps this week uh, because there were so many from the first week that we've uh, we've had chose from some of them. Um,
1: and let's be honest, we forgot about it and left it too late to put a tweet out. Shh!
0: We wasn't gonna say that.
1: Sorry. <laughs> okay.
0: So we've chosen from the last week's <laughs> suggestions. Um, I have gone with a suggestion from Alex on Instagram who suggested Brock Madsen.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: interesting. Interesting.
1: Okay, so I can't remember who said this. I think there's a handful of people. Um, Do you mean you didn't sit nice down? I not didn't write the name of the person now, but there was, a, there was a few people that all, that all came forward with this one, and it was um, Mike Newell. This yeah. could be interesting. Yeah. This
0: uh, this, this could be. This could be.
1: <laughs> right,
0: and what are your uh, memories of Brock Madsen? Nikolai, was
1: it? Nikolai Brock Madsen, Nicolai yeah. Brock so Madsen. it was. he was recommended to Blues by Colin Todd, uh, it was the first time, was it the first time Gary Rowett got to spend some money? <laughs>
0: yep, yeah, it was. I'm and not going to say how much just yet because that will. Uh...
1: And it was based on uh, a lot of videos on Y Scout, which I know a lot of clubs use Y Scout anyway, and it's a very, very good tool. I've used it myself. Um, it's, But I think they invest in a little bit of very strange potential based on. Not a lot. He played. I, I can't remember how many games Madsen plays. I remember seeing him a handful. I think he came on against Villa oh, in a game. Because
0: that's my. Uh, Obviously, yeah. Uh, is my card. It's I
1: remember he came on against Villa. Um, he came on against in a in another game where he had a, a decent chance to score. You know, that's a fine line. You could have scored that, and he could have gone on to do something really good for us, but. Never happened. But I, don't, I can't imagine he playing any more than five games for us, I don't think. Mm. I'm just guessing. Four or five, <laughs> maybe.
0: Mm. Yeah. Did he have the, the uh, footballer's tattoos before he arrived at Blues? Maybe they signed him based on that. <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't know. I don't he know.
0: must be a really good player. Look at him. He's got all the, the sleeve tattoos and everything.
1: Could have been. I felt quite sorry for him, actually, going to be honest. It was a very... Uh, where is he now? Somewhere like the third division in Serbia or something?
0: Do you know what? I don't know that. Because I write it down. <laughs> I'm
1: going to i wasn't, gonna have, I'm, I wasn't that. I'm going to have a look. <laughs> I'm going to have a look. Um, I definitely want to find out now. Where is he? Yeah.
0: We just wait. It's fine.
1: There we go. So he went. Oh, of course, he went on loan to to he Did okay there, and then he went to. Right, it was Poland. He went to uh, Krakovia, crack uh, based in Krak Krakow. I'm sure Daniel um, Armagea will correct me on my pronunciation of that uh, at some point. Uh, yeah, he went there, didn't do particularly well, and then he went to uh, St Mirren, I think, and then he's now playing back in the Danish league, playing for Horsens. Brilliant. Nice. How about that? You've just I you that.
0: better not have looked at any stats of him at Luz then, you
1: know. I didn't so, I didn't look at stats of Luz actually. Good, but, good. Mike Newell. Uh
0: yeah, so bought for seven
1: hundred seventy-five thousand. Oh. I think and you're not was... gonna
0: talk about it. you're just gonna go straight in with what you're uh, what you're playing.
1: Oh sorry, I, uh, yeah, so I'll talk about so obviously he came from Blackburn Rovers where He'd had a fairly good partnership with um, Alan Shearer uh, at one point. I don't think he was ever a prolific goal scorer. Um I think he did all right at I think he said he did all right at um, Blackburn, and I think a few years before that was Everton and, and Leicester. And I think he came. He was one of those signings that Trevor Francis made. That he was kind of that core group of players when he bought like Barry Horn and. Um, you know, it, was Barry, it was Barry Horn, Steve Bruce, Gary Ablett, Mike Newell. There was another one, wasn't there? He sort of brought that experience in. Where when when Trev came in, and we all expected a lot of him. I remember everyone expect. Oh, Paul Furlong, I think it was. was good, so um, I think everyone expected Neal and Furlong to start up front in that first game against Crystal Palace, which was I remember it well, so me and my dad and my uncle went to the game, and we were, we were running late. And it was the game; it was a Sunday, and it was on TV. I think it was the first game of the season, and um, we ended up winning one 0 I think. And Paul Devlin scored the uh, scored the winner. And he never might you know. I don't know what happened, but if there's something happening behind the scenes or what, but he never really things never really clicked for him at Blues. I think he probably played about eleven, twelve, thirteen games for us, including cup games. I distinctly remember a night in the cup against Brighton, where Newell scored two goals. I think we won two nil. He scored both goals in 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 that game. And that, another game, I was there with my dad. Um, and he scored. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he scored another one in the league. But then we ended up selling it. He went on loan, I think, a couple of times, and we ended he up went- selling him to Aberdeen. He,
0: he spent a few years of just going from club to club as well, didn't he? <laughs> after after Blues we have that
1: effect <laughs> on some on some players though I think when he went to, we loaned him out to West Ham and to Bradford went to Aberdeen for a couple of seasons and he ended up going down the leagues and then disappeared he went into management and then got what happened to him is that didn't he do pretty well as a manager at Luton and then got ended up getting sat for I want to say he got uh, Don't don't say anything that might get you in trouble uh i'm sure there was he had got into a lot of trouble um match fixing maybe or corruption corruption uh nil was caused like, a huge stir in footballing world when he claimed that. oh he corruption in transfers he'd been offered bungs and stuff like that incidentally he hasn't worked since then i don't think uh no that's an absolute lie <laughs> he went from Luton to Grimsby then did nothing for a while Was at, it was a coach at Grinton Stanley managed uh, assistant manager at somewhere in um, anyway, Saudi Arabia anyway and then, Reck, then anyway. Rexham
0: let's move on
1: you must what, have been at Rexham what, with Brian Hughes what I think.
0: stat are you going to play feet you first um, best <sighs> you can go first
1: worst hair that's
0: not a stat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I know that Brogman didn't score any goals, and I also know he probably he played less games than Mike Newell, and I think he was probably he probably cost a little bit less. Yeah, so than, play
0: pay the value then. Your value card's so, going to win it if he costs more.
1: So uh, yeah, seven hundred and seventy-five k. Okay, five
0: hundred thousand.
1: Yeah, that's right, yeah. That was rising as well, wasn't it? But obviously they never saw any of that.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm going to play two... Uh, there we go. If we go league games, six games. Six league games.
1: Yeah, I think Newell got 11. Uh, I think he had 11 league games and two oh, cup that's, games.
0: 1-1, one, one. it's neck and neck. What are you going to bring out last?
1: I... Th- just the fact that he came from—I don't. This isn't even shouldn't even be a stat on the top trumps, But he came from a Premier League club with probably a, a lot more expectation around he him than
0: it's not than, a stat. A,
1: than a guy that than, than, than awesome. a guy that came. But what I'm saying is, if someone's going to go into the uh, crap players bin. I've, I, don't, I can't use goals because he scored three goals I know Brock Madsen didn't no, score any goals
0: no, yeah, that's, <laughs> you can't play top and then just make things up like you I, to,
1: I am, I make, I am making making stuff up uh, he, yeah, no, he, has size, oh, he has size size seven feet which were three sizes smaller than Brock Madsen
0: Brock Madsen actually has size two shoes is that right? Yeah, yeah he looks really funny like <laughs> um, no. I'm just going to say, I'll, I'll pick and I'll say no goals.
1: Yeah, Well, obviously Mike Newell scored three goals.
0: Yep. So there we go. Brock Madsen's in.
1: <laughs> he you shouldn't like really it, be, should it? <laughs> if you don't like it, lump it. Uh, I'm rolling Mike Newell over to the next one.
0: <laughs> okay. it can go up against someone else. But Brock is in. Right then. Let's get into what's coming up. Fulham at the weekend uh, a London away day that we're not allowed to go to and get pissed
1: probably per- perfect, be wise to perfect,
0: perfect time to take a mouthful of water then
1: yeah for, for, <laughs> how, this, this is not water this is very strong um absinthe yeah <laughs> yeah no, no, I'm saving that bottle for the for the Fulham game
0: uh,
1: yeah incidentally you, you mentioned around here I can't go down to a London away game and get pissed but i think we'd probably it'd be a wise thing to do to have a few drinks on on saturday whilst we're watching it just to numb any pain inevitable pain that's coming our way but drink um,
0: responsibly obviously but
1: drink responsibly on your sofa yes i um it's one of the, it's a funny one of those games i know it probably we don't know what if pep's I assume Pep will still be here at that point. Wait, if and, he's not gone
0: now, he's gonna be here, isn't he?
1: Let's be honest. Yeah. Logic oh, mind you,
0: when when is it ever fucking logical?
1: Yeah, logic. When developing a city bring logic into things. Um
0: he's sacked on Saturday morning.
1: Interestingly it's a sort of game and we I mentioned it earlier, where I think blues could go there and get a result just because that's and I hate that phrase. Typical blues after losing three nil at home to, not that fucking home and away matters anymore because I think it. I don't think it does in in the current climate. I, could play I think we could go there. At St.
0: George's Park, can they?
1: And draw, yeah, exactly. Yeah, draw one all, maybe and two all. I don't know. I, I say two all the time. I'm still not sure what what to predict for that one. My my,
0: my biggest worry is that. Again, to do with the substitutes, we're going to have some very tired players. And we're on this run now where it's Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. If you're not going to use a squad, and I'm not saying the the squad, but a squad, because he's clearly not using a squad, they're going to get tired. We're going to come up against the Fulham side that, yeah, they're missing Mitrovic. But I'm sure that they've utilised the squad more than we have. They've, yeah, they've got a better squad.
1: But they still utilised it, and I want to. Is we? I mean, we won't utilise it for the first eleven, will we? So we're going to have to rely on stuff happening on the bench game. Maybe I maybe would,
0: maybe Sonich will come in.
1: Uh yeah, I would. I wouldn't be adverse to. I'm sure I'll get pelted for um, potentially bringing him for Jude, or maybe. I, I do you know what? I, and it's not going to happen now because it's too late, and he, he just won't. I would like to see us change formation a little bit on. Saturday. I like said
0: earlier, he just doesn't care though. I don't think anymore. He's just uh, counting down we, the days until he's until he leaves. If
1: we go four-two, I, I would like to maybe try four-two-three-one, and either have Crowley behind one the forwards or Bellingham behind one the forwards, and then have Gardner and this, this is something that Sonnyt's sitting.
0: We, we've sort of said throughout the season, haven't we, when we were talking earlier in the season, that if you know. Experiment with different formations. If you're not going to use wingers and use a flat 4-4-2, then experiment and move things around. A four three three or whatever else. Um, I think it's worth. Well, we start yeah. off.
1: It, it hasn't, right? Now. I think if we start off with a four two three one, a defensive type of formation, you know, at least you've got players on the pitch. Some options on the bench. Hey, you've got like you've you've got you've got, 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 got a Duke, I home. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he shouldn't be married to the fact he has to play Duke and Hogan up front together. Okay. We saw how well they did before, um, before the, the, before the break Um the foot enforce break, obviously. But when, since they've come back, neither look like they're at the races. Let's try something different.
0: Yeah.
1: It's what, what have, what have we honestly got to lose against, um, uh, against the Fulham team? Um, the, uh, trying to push for the player to, to, to secure their place in the playoffs yeah there's absolutely bugger all to
0: other other than us going there and doing what we try to do what we did against albion and just sitting there soak it up um,
1: you've got you've got that as well um so i mean and,
0: and get another point at best if you play like that essentially you're playing for a point aren't you so you take that well we've really overrun we've we've gone right on so very very quickly because i know that you've got something
1: all right so we, we, we are going back to do you do you remember so you just dropped it on me there yep. um i know that you prepared for it yeah no, so there there's two when I, the, the, when I thought about it i could remember two games that stuck out in my head and um the first one is actually these are both home games um not away games at, at fulham the two games that stuck out uh to me were the John Tagana Championship or, or Division One, was it at that time? I can't remember. Um, season when they came. Stan Collinsmore,
0: or was that a different season?
1: Uh, I think it was a different season because they had Louis Sahara up front. John Collins was playing in midfield for them. They were absolutely a bit, like. A bit later. Yeah, they were absolutely fantastic. I think Danny Sonner scored for us in that game. Um, but they were just unbelievable, that Fulham team with John Tigana in charge. Just, that is, It was liquid football. It was just so good. Um, and of course, the other one was the 2010, 2011, uh, when we lost 2-0 at home. And I think, I don't, I didn't check the scores, but I think it was Hangeland got both of them. Did he get both of them? They had loads of chances. We were so, absolutely dreadful,
0: mate. Don't remember. <laughs> there you go. This is the second week in a row that I don't remember.
1: <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Braid, uh, Hangle scored both goals for them. As one of them was like a header, and one of them was both from set pieces, like a volley or something like that.
0: Finally, very very quickly, because obviously, as we always say, when there's two games in a week, a lot could happen between now and then. Swansea on Wednesday at home at home not well yeah Not like you said not that it makes any difference but yeah
1: home. feel less positive about that one than I do about the, uh, about the Fulham game obviously a lot can change between the two games so actually it will still be shit so it's not that much changes
0: so just want to do prediction
1: I think we'll draw Fulham. Oh, we didn't do,
0: yeah, I, just, I forgot that we didn't do the,
1: the uh, score for Fulham, did we? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we'll draw, draw Fulham. 1-1, 1-1. One, one, one. Right, 4-0 Fulham. Yep. And Swansea, uh will lose 2-0. 3-2 Swansea. Actually, 3-1, I'm going to go 3-1 to Swansea.
0: Another three, another three conceded.
1: Another three conceded. Um, I, I yeah, there's just uh, two more points, I think we'll be, we're sorted, just, fucking get them and let's not worry about it right let's
0: wrap it up there have a good weekend everybody have we missed anyone's birthday this week
1: um no I don't think so not that we know of
0: future no. birthday happy birthday if yeah, you're going to the birthday. pub be careful and enjoy nice draft beer for the first time in a long time
1: or Guinness and or whatever. listen to Yaya y- Ding Dong
0: listen to Yaya Ding Dong yeah. Until next time, keep right on.
1: Keep right on.